Hey friends, welcome to Free and Light, a podcast designed to help you slow down and live in rhythm with Jesus so that you can experience the life he offers. I'm your host, Tim Shelton, and I am joined today with three of my very best friends, our producer and creative director, Josh Calazano. Hey guys. Joining Josh and I as the executive sequel, personal coach, best friend of 40 something years. Bill Holbrook. Gives away my age. Hey, everybody. Speaker, storyteller, and apparently uh, the star of Three Things We Love, <laughs> Kelly Shelton. Hey, everyone. Kelly, you have any fresh eucalyptus with you today? Always in my front pocket. <laughs> it's Kelly, literally can, can been you sign my eucalyptus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been months. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Guys, if you have been hanging around this show for any length of time, then you know that this episode kicks off a new focus or a new spiritual discipline for the month that will help you live in rhythm with Jesus. Discipline, a word we all love. Oh my gosh. Some of us love or none (laughs) of us love. Would you 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 decide? Would you like to see my running calendar this year? Oh my goodness. Bill has discipline tattooed on his left arm. Not not really. That'd be funny though. All right, so let's uh, let's call it a spiritual practice, not a discipline. We'll split the split the difference there. Hey, before we jump into this month's practice, I'm air quoting. Uh, I want to ask our listeners to do us a giant favor, and we need your help. It's only going to take sixty seconds, but would you take one minute and rate this podcast? And when you do, leave us a review. Your rating and review will help more people find this podcast which means they get to learn how to live the life Jesus offers this thing we call free and light. Yeah. I think just a quick, if I can cut you off right there, you, you nailed it when you said help people as much as like it may, it can always seem like when things are online that it's, you know, it's, it's about this thing or, or us or likes or follows. Um, we've, we've heard from so many people that are like in relationship with us and even people we have never met yet that um, what we're doing here has been really helpful. And so when you like it, when you rate it, when you share it, it moves it up the algorithm. I don't know how it, that works. It, really, it just helps. Yeah, it really does help more people uh, find it. And uh, we just appreciate all the feedback and the love and support. And uh, it's an exciting journey. So here we are. So new month. And the focus of this month is scripture. Uh, scripture as an important part of our pursuit of Jesus. Now, We believe around this table that knowing scripture and letting it form our heart and mind, we believe it's essential to living the life Jesus talks about. And not just because we think it's important, because he modeled it for us, Mm -hmm. you know, by filling his mind with scripture. And so that's uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. we got a great episode, an interview with two friends of ours who are pastors, uh, men of the cloth. I think Rick said he has a master's in God. At some think, point, this episode. I think you say I he said has it, a okay. master's in God. There you go. I think uh, he I'll said. Well, well, we'll just find I'll out. I'll own that. We'll find out. Yeah, that's it. So uh, pastors in the local church, we're going to do three things we love. But I want to start today off with a game. I'm in. I'm in. Cue the music. Uh, there <laughs> is a prize. Oh, there's a prize. All right. I'm not sure what it'll be, but there's going to be a prize. All right. So here's the game. I'm going to make five statements. I'm going to release them one by one. Mm-hmm. I don't want any commentary. I just want you to say true or false. At once or just randomly? 
Uh, or are you asking? I don't care. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna make the statement. You're gonna say that's true or that's false. That's it. Okay. Uh, we are learning this game along with all of you. I listening. have not, in full disclosure, friends. I have not Including. told them the rules. I don't. Even, they don't even know why they're doing this. Okay. But hey, play along with us. Play along. Giddy up. Okay. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> statement number one. Cracking your knuckles causes arthritis. Can I Google this? You may not. <laughs> Oh. You stop it, Josh Calisano. Uh, I wow. I want to say. I, I just said no commentary. Okay. True or false? Okay. False. 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 Well, now I feel influenced. I'm going to go false though. Okay. Question. Uh, statement two. Coffee dehydrates you. True. Ooh. False. false. Okay. Statement three. Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. False. 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 <laughs> the nerd in me knows I'm right. Okay, oh, we'll I'm, see. AC I'm, or DC? What kind of electricity are we talking we'll, about here? We shall see. Okay. I'm Statement four. Tryptophan. I think I'm mm-hmm. saying that right. Yeah. Causes the Thanksgiving coma. Yes. True. My family of origin would indicate otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving coma, but um, I'm gonna go true. False. Okay. Last one. Mount Everest is the tallest mountain on earth. Ooh. Mm, I want to comment so bad. I'm going false. False. Okay. Did you, Bill Holbrook, did you say any of them were true? Nope. Josh? Yeah, you said tryptophan was true. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I said the turkey one was I true. said some were true. Okay. They're all false. Oh. Boom. <laughs> nice. So they are all sorry. false. Sorry. Winner, winner, I'm going to run through them real quick because yeah. 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 lest the we people listening to this are like, Tim Shelton, you are crazy. Okay. Those, were, those are good ones, they, And most people believe all of these are true. Yeah. Just, okay. By the way, my dad told me, because Bill, you and I crack our knuckles. People hate it. Uh, my dad was like, hey, this will cause arthritis. Sure. John Hopkins would say otherwise. <laughs> He's okay. smart. Uh, yep, they're pretty good. Um, curse you if you think coffee dehydrates you people. Let me hey, just say that. It's mostly water. Wouldn't that be acceptable for me to say that? I'm like, <laughs> yes, you would. water, y'all. <laughs> the Mayo Clinic it's says diuretic. Oh, and we will link to all these in the show notes. Yeah. Just, you know, we're not just making stuff up here, okay? Fact check us, people. <clears throat> That's right. Uh, Thomas Edison did not invent the light bulb. He patented the light bulb. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he invented the filament, though. Uh, well, questionable. I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, if you ever want a little fun history lesson, read about the history between AC and DC electricity. Yeah, and I actually can't believe there's never been a movie made about... There has been. The, the Edison thing? Yeah. Stop it. True or false, Tim? Has there been a movie? <laughs> <laughs> we'll show you. Okay, well played, Holbrook. Well Wait, played. there's really a movie about this? Yeah. Like uh, documentary or movie? Yeah, I'm sure okay. that, that makes right. sense. Bill would know that. Boring. Um, for sure. It's probably yeah. awesome. Uh same. <laughs> Not one of the three things we love. <laughs> <laughs> well, spoiler alert. Tryptophan is in Turkey, but it's actually no more than chicken or pasta or oh, anything. Oh, I did not know that. Maybe not pasta, but chicken for I'm sure. Yeah. Learning stuff. Uh, and I'll link to that as well. And then Mount Everest is the tallest mountain above sea level. I knew it. But the one in Hawaii, uh, gosh, I was trying to get this name right and I, I'm not even. Butcher it. Do it. Slay it. First, first, first try. Go, Moana Kia. Hey, I think that's it. That sounded good. Sure. Like Moana, Moana, like. Hey, you just need to say it Kia. confident. Moana Kia. Moana. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But uh, most of that is an uh, inactive volcano below water in Hawaii. 
and it's like 4,000 feet. That's blowing my mind. It is, yeah, for cool sure. So mm-hmm. we'll link to all this in the show notes. Thanks for playing along. Hopefully you got five out of five right. But here's the reason I bring it up. Uh, I think today, if we're all being really honest, we could all admit we're believing some things that are not really true. At least one. At least one of those five, right? And uh, maybe that's a metaphor for life, but... Thing is, these outside influences in our world, they seem to like have their own agenda. And when we allow them to have input into our life, they can cause us to believe things that are not true. And Josh, you and I talk about this all the time, like social media. What, what an example we have right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's the most, well, it's like the most baseline example because there's very few people you run into that aren't on social media or have not been on social media. And I think it's just the most like in front of us thing. I would say like previous generations, like maybe when we were kids, it was television. Uh, I remember hearing about that for years. Yeah. Not everything you see on TV is true. Yeah. Or good for you or, you know, all of these things. And now it's, well, the internet must be true. I read it. I read, I skimmed an article on the internet. (laughs) So I have an opinion. Isn't it interesting too like, I think even the statements that you shared, Tim, it's like, if you hear something for so long that isn't true, then it, it becomes true, right? You start to believe it. I had an old mentor, uh, used to say this, he'd say, I believe that you believe what you're telling me is true. Oh, that's like, Oh, that just seems (laughs) mm, Jedi mind trick. Right. Like it was, it was good. But that the truth there is what we believe is true shapes us, whether it's true or not. You know, Absolutely. And, and that's, that's a, that's a thing in Tweet our culture. Tweet that on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, what, uh, what we believe is true shapes us. Yeah. Wow. So if, yeah. if, if uh, I believe that something is healthy when I eat it, I'm going to keep eating it. Uh, my truth, right? There's a lot of like, mm-hmm. well, my truth I feel is, triggered. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> For sure. Well, yeah. and so here's the reason I bring this up is, you know, one of the questions I think I've wrestled with for a big chunk of my life. I know a lot of our listeners are going to wrestle with this too, is what is true? Mm. Yeah. There's Tim, there's so much research out there on the concept of perspective bias, that if we have a perspective that something is true, we will then research and surround ourselves with people that believe that is true. Once again, whether it is true or not. And and a lot of times I know for me, we want to believe something's true. And so we, find the things that point to the fact yeah. that it's, you know, I'm air quoting true, yeah, but it's not necessarily true. And, and, you know, there's all kinds of examples of this in recent history with, you know, the chaos of the last five or six years. And we, we, won't, we won't get into that, but I think about what is true or another word to say it is what is truth. And it highlights the importance of scripture because what, what God gave us is some of his words written down and he's saying, hey, this is ultimate truth. I love how John Mark Comer defines truth in his uh, recent book, Live No Lies. He says that truth is reality as God defines it. Amen. Truth is reality as God defines it, not truth as is reality as we've experienced it. But, but Tim, but Tim, what about my feelings? If people knew your Myers-Briggs profile, <laughs> the, but the, Bill doesn't have feelings. But, this, but the truth about like w- what you're saying is Deep so down. accurate, right? This, this line of 
truth is reality as God defines it, not as we want, yeah, not as we feel, not as we've experienced. It's reality as God, the creator of the universe, defines it. That, that's exactly right. And so I uh, I recently sat down with Rick Barry and Justin Powell. They're both friends of ours. We know them well. We, uh, we have access to their life, you know, personal level. We know they're practicing the ways of Jesus. They're pastors in the local church here in Michigan. And we sat down, we had this conversation or a little bit about their story, but eventually the conversation turned to the importance of scripture in our lives, how it shapes us, how it forms the way we think. And uh, I would love for you to check out this portion of my conversation with Rick and Justin. We all want our best life. We all want life to the full. And, and so that's why we engage with God, whether it's we go to church or we mm-hmm. listen to songs or whatever the case is. But if we aren't um, allowing scripture to form us, then we have no context to grow spiritually because we, you know, anything we hear, like we, we don't know if it's, if it's indeed truth or not. And I, um, I don't know. It's just so striking to me how we think we can follow Jesus without really knowing what he did, how he lived, what he said, what we're supposed to do. Well, if you, if you want to know those things, you've got to read scripture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Justin, what you were saying, you know, talking about, you know, essentially this idea of come to church and that's enough for your faith to hang on Mm -hmm. until the following Sunday. I think that's so, so much of it. And, And we're not allowing scripture to form us into the image of Jesus, but it has to. And I think one of the reasons that I struggled early on with reading scripture is because I was only told that there is one way to read scripture. You know, I was told that you have to carve out, it has to be the same time every day. You have to have the same spot. You have to have this Bible. And that's fine. Like, those are things that will help you read. But, but you know, what do you do for the person like me who's incredibly extroverted and mm-hmm. wants to, you know, wants to engage with other people around this idea of scripture? Well, listen, like, don't get me wrong, to make me a, a fully, wholly formed person who follows Jesus, like I need both extroversion and moments of reflection. Um, but I also need to be told that it's okay if the way that I am going to grow doesn't fit your mold, you know? And so for a long time, I was told like, no, 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 um, like uh, I need to read through this book of the Bible this many times, you know, I need to do this, this, and this. And it wasn't until later where, again, as I was kind of discovering grace, going like, Wow, what if what if I what if I put an audio Bible, you know, the you, the Bible app right. on audio, and I walked through uh, a park in my you know near my house, like that still qualifies as quiet time, as time alone, close with Jesus, and that that is still allowing Scripture to to penetrate into my heart, to to come and and begin to shape and mold my mind. And I think some of the times that people just don't experience Scripture the way that they 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 need to is because they've not been told it's okay if the way that you, that you take in scripture is not the same as your grand grandparents Mm -hmm. or your mom and dad or your pastor, you know, like, yes, I like to sit down, you know, with study materials and go kind of dive deep into it. But you know, that's not going to be the same. Are you telling me, Pastor Rick, (laughs) that the message is okay? Message translation? Yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think, uh-oh, uh, I just stumbled onto something so, right here. So I, maybe not as your <laughs> only I, translation, all right? I, but, uh, for sure. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no. no, no. I'm not. But if you are looking to get another way of seeing, you know, God's word and God's heart for you, absolutely. I love to look at other different, uh, different translations of the same passage to see the different nuances sure, of how sure. that is brought out. And I think that that is incredibly helpful. Why is scripture so key, Justin, to who we are becoming and how we're being formed? Well, because um, what we believe is true sets the tone for everything else that comes after that. Um, uh, I, think, I think a good example is my daughter, uh, Hallie. She's 12 years old, um, sixth grade. And she was at school a few weeks ago. It was the week after the, the horrifying shooting up in Oxford. Mm-hmm. And um, so you, you get rumors, you get... Uh, you know, people making threats and, you know, all, all kinds of crazy stuff, just idiots being idiots. But so she came home from school and she was saying, and, and, and we don't usually talk like this as a pastor's family. Like you think, oh, they just use these and those all the time in all their conversations. But so this was a bit unusual, but she came home and um, there had been some rumors around the school district that something might happen, you know, happen in a lot of places in the metro area. And I said, so how, how'd you feel about that? Were you were you kind of scared at school today? And she's like, no, not at all. A lot of kids were scared, but I wasn't scared. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. How come you weren't scared? And she said, well, all the rumors were coming from Instagram and everybody knows nothing is true on Instagram. <laughs> and then I thought, well, if, if someone tried to do something, our teachers and the police officers would stop them. And even if I did die, I know I'm going to heaven. So there's nothing to be afraid of. And I thought, oh man. That's wow. crazy. You know, like how old is she? 12? She's 12. Yeah. Good. And, and like I said, this, this isn't like a daily occurrence for us to have all these, you know, spiritual conversations, but like, I was struck by the fact that, you know, what she said about Instagram, probably a lot of that's true. Yeah. You know, whether it's true that someone's going to keep them safe or what, and, and certainly what she believes about heaven is true. But in that moment, the, those three things that she believed were absolutely true completely altered the way she felt about the situation compared with other kids in the same exact context. Right. Mm. And so what we put our weight on, what we call true is going to affect how we feel, how we make decisions, how we live our lives and what we experience um, inside and outside of our relationship with Christ. It, It sets the tone for everything. beautiful moment for Justin to see his daughter experience that truth. That's what we pray for our kids. Isn't that? Wow. Yeah, I think it's a great picture how life happens too. You know, we get in these moments of trauma or these, you know, important moments in our life and we're all searching for like, well, what's true about this moment? And I think it's just a great illustration of Hallie knows, you know, I think she's 11 or 12. She knows she has a good foundation of scriptural truth. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm just going to choose to believe, you know, what God says, this, this truth. And I love the line because, you know, nothing on Instagram is true. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the mouth of babes. Right. right. Well then like the real question is like, how do you make, think about all of the calculations and decisions we have to make as just walking, talking humans. Then think about all of the, influence and input that comes into our eyes, into our ears, settles in our heart. You know, Tim, you, you talk about that a lot. 
Mm-hmm. How do we in moments make those decisions, you know, based in truth, based in reality, because you want to make the best decision. Obviously we're talking about scripture being yeah. the mm-hmm. informing entity here, but you also have your entire worldview that is context for how you make the decision. Well, I, I love the way Jesus says that he says out of the mouth comes the overflow of what's in the heart. Um, and, and I'm not trying to correct Jesus at all when I say what I'm going to say next. So don't, don't you dare. Don't, don't think of that. But when I'm, uh, I hate to use the word counseling, but when I'm helping other men follow Jesus, whatever you want to call it. Discipleship. Sure. What I often tell them is this, how does it get to the heart? Mm. Right. I asked them yeah. that question. And the truth is it goes in to the mind, either through the eyes or the ears. And then we make a decision on that. Then it goes to the heart. It marinates in the heart. It forms us. And then it comes out of the mouth, which is, by the way, why Jesus was the smartest person of all time. Mm -hmm. All of psychology and science is now basically confirming that. Well, and what you guys are talking about there is this idea of, of the thousands of decisions we have to make in a day, right? I mean, I mean, scientists say there's over 5,000 decisions we have to make in a day. From everything from where do we turn on the corner to what do we eat to how do we turn the air conditioning on to what do we wear, all those things, right? Mm-hmm. How do we train our minds to, with scripture, to make the decision that would be honoring to God, bring us intimacy with our creator and value those around us? And I think of when you say decision-making, how indecisive I am. <laughs> so how difficult every one of those decisions is. But truth is, uh, apples or oranges, right? Not a big decision. But there are huge decisions that we're making for our lives, for our families, for our futures. And to not know truth or how God is leading us can be so dangerous. Yeah. And I even think just the way that we live and operate in the world, you know, if we're all chasing life to the full, every human on this planet is chasing life to the floor. Yeah, whether they like it or not or yeah. know the words, but that's mm-hmm. the goal. A hundred percent. Because that, you know, as we define it, is not like this mountaintop, like, uh, adventure. Everything's fine. Although <laughs> life's an adventure, it's a way of being, a way of shouldering the load of a difficult world. It's, it's a difficult world. So, you know, Jesus says it's the easy yoke in Matthew 11, 20 to 30. So, if we're going to make those decisions, which are going to lead us down a path, which is either going to be good or bad, how do we make those decisions? And it starts first with what is true mm-hmm. and what is our framework? And at least around this table, it's like, well, what does God say about that framework? Yeah. And if you take it one step even back farther, it's the verse about taking every thought captive, mm-hmm. right? Taking that thought captive and then bringing it and putting it right next to that truth of scripture, that light of scripture and going, I know this is what I feel right now. I know this is what I'm experiencing right now. I know this is what my circumstance is right now. Let me put that next to what Jesus is saying in scripture for me to discern what is true. Right. Because how often are we misinformed? Yeah. That I am feeling this way because this person communicated yeah. this to me and it's not even right. And then it forms how I'm thinking or feeling or believing For in sure. those relationships. So I want to I want to get a little bit more practical because, you know, I think the risk of this conversation is like, hey, you know, I'm just tuned you out because I've heard this, I don't know, for 30 years in church, like <laughs> read your Bible, 
pray every day and you'll grow, 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 right? But there's a song about that, right? I think there's a song. <laughs> I just had like a visceral reaction to, <laughs> song. Yeah, to that song. Right. Yeah. Ironically, last month was about prayer. This month is about reading the Bible. So yeah, yeah maybe that fits. I don't know. But my, my reason I want to get practical is like, that's a super religious thing to do. Okay. And none of, we're not talking about the religious element of this at mm-hmm. all. Uh, because we know that for the most part, you know, if you do it out of religious duty, people just don't read the Bible. That's why people don't read the, the Bible. It's because it's doing nothing for them. I want to like turn a little bit from um, information to transformation, which is why the four of us read the Bible. For us, it's about having the right information to form our thinking correctly as God would have that to then form in us the right character, which ultimately leads to um, looking more like Jesus. And the fruit of that should be love. Tim, can I, can I give one word picture for that? The yeah. uh, old spiritual director gave to me um, is this idea of many of us are taught in our church of origin, our family of origin to read scripture as a textbook for informational purposes, to learn about the Bible and be educated. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was talking about scripture in this way. And she said, what if we parallel that to reading a love letter? Like think of yourself in high school or college, getting a love letter from somebody you're in a relationship with. How do you read it? You, you hang on every word, you smell it. Like you get up close to it, you read it mm-hmm. over and over and you savor it, you jump into it. She goes, the, the way we read a science textbook and a love letter are two very different experiences. And I think what you're saying there is, how do we read scripture? We wanna be informed, but how do we read it to get to know God at a deep level? Yeah. And, and for me, that's why I'm a fan of the message. And, and if you're studying the Bible, by the way, study in a different version. So Rick's, <laughs> Rick's right on that. Um, but the reason I love the message personally is because it is saying the same thing in a more beautiful way. Yeah. And Josh is showing us his message Bible right now in front of us. <laughs> yeah. It's just saying the same thing in a more beautiful way. If you're going to study and you want to do... Is it exegesis? Is it exegete? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I don't know. The theological stuff that, you know, whatever, <laughs> like do it in a different translation. But it, for me, it transforms a part of me and it leads to that, you know, kind of character transformation. I struggled for years with reading and not understanding. And I think for me, knowing my background wasn't, I wasn't brought up in the church that, I'm like, why do I keep reading this and not understanding or or why am I just reading? And then I walk away and two seconds later, I'm like, well, I don't know what I just read. So there is, Bill, in what you're saying, that that heart connect when it shifts to like, God, what do you want me to know about you? And and reading for understanding who he is and the character of God and from an intimate place, it becomes Mm -hmm. much different. I have found in my own life, that the more I read for transformation, the more information I actually want as well to go with it because it provides context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh my gosh, absolutely. It's So uh, quick story. A few years ago, I read through the whole Harry Potter series. My daughter was reading through it. I was reading through it with her. And do I you, was- Do you get a medal after you finish bad. that? Those books are- <laughs> bad. Yeah, there are a lot. So it's over a million pages, right? Oh so God. I've always said that I don't have time to read the Bible all the way through. Burn. So a few years ago, I was looking at this and realized that the Bible was less pages than the Harry oh Potter my series. Significantly. <laughs> and, 
And so then I read through the entire Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in that, Tim, I was reading just for uh, transformation, right? Yep. Like, and as I started reading it, I'm like, wait, I need a study Bible. Mm-hmm. I need to understand the context Same. of what's going on here because I was reading it as a love letter in that moment. And I wanted just a little bit more information and context behind it. Uh, so yeah, I, like I, I have two study Bibles right now that I won't read uh, in my in my listening time in the morning. I won't read without those. Same. Yeah. So I just, my point is, is there's a lot of different ways to engage in scripture, but what we're saying collectively, if I can just sort of like land the conversation, transformation, not information. It's about forming our mind, which forms our heart, which leads to character development, which leads to uh, looking a lot more like Jesus. And you'll know them by their love for one another. Remember? Mm -hmm. So then John, so the output will be the fruit of the spirit, specifically love. And so that's really what we're going for. My The rest of our conversation with um, Rick and Justin was awesome. I think we talked about like 20 different resources. Say, we definitely tipped the scale on things we're going to have to link <laughs> to. Hold on. Pastors the, talked about resources. Yeah, for just a little. Uh, hold the, on. the show notes are going to be uh, quite lengthy. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. But um, so friends, I can't encourage you enough to check out that episode because it's going to be, I think, just super practical and helpful. But um, before we jump to three things we love, and I'm ex- I'm super excited about this three things we love. Kelly Shelton, you all star. I bought my A game. That's right. Um, I just want to just remind our audience of, of one thing that we offer that is, will help you read scripture. And then Josh, I want you to explain something we're going to offer for this mm-hmm. particular month as well. So we have the, the daily rhythm. If you've been listening a little while, you know all about it. We focus on a new spiritual practice each month that it syncs up with the podcast. But the reason I love the daily rhythm is it's one week a month, and we're going to take a passage of scripture and we're just going to sit in it for an entire week. And it's usually like five to seven verses. So when we when we think about reading scripture for transformation versus information, this is like the height of that. And we're just going to take a verse a day and like settle on that, meditate on it, and then we're going to ask God some questions around, you know, what is it that we believe or what, what is it that we want him to know and let that inform us, transform us. So friends, I can't encourage you enough. Check out the daily rhythm. You can go to the dailyrhythm.org. Um, and everything's there. You'll know exactly how to do it and, and join us each month as we do that. For this particular month, we are also going to offer up, um, uh, an experience called Lectio Divina, which we're going to release in a, a bonus episode concurrent with what we're what we're releasing right now, um, Josh, give us like the sixty second like what lectio divina what what is that and what's Fancy the purpose words. yeah what's the purpose yeah so we've been we've been talking just now about um, reading for information versus reading for transformation and so that that might cause something to rise up in your head and your heart right now but I think of two other words I think of quantity versus quality. Yeah. So when we're reading for information or reading for quantity, that can look like multiple chapters of scripture. And what you just talked about is like, what if we could just camp out on a few verses here? Lectio Divina is exactly that. It's at a slower pace. It is hyper-intentional not to understand, but to enter into scripture itself, (laughs) to actually believe tangibly that God wants to say something and we believe that to us through his word in that moment. So how do we do that? We're going to guide you through that. It's extremely practical. We do this at our experiences mm-hmm. with men and women all year long. And we do this 
obviously for that very reason, but we also do this to give them a tool in their toolkit. You can do this anywhere, any day on your own. Yeah. And, and this, our spiritual fathers, you know, so to speak, have been doing this for, I mean, quite literally hundreds of years. And so when you enter into this practice, you're entering into a long heritage of, um, listening to God through this practice called Lectio Divina. So we're going to release it uh, for this month's Daily Rhythm. So check that out now. You know what it's time for, right? Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) Three things we love. All right, friends, it's time for our favorite part of this podcast. Three Things We Love is our chance to spread a little joy into your life by telling you about three things that we have recently discovered. We absolutely love it, and we think you will too. Now, listen, we're not trying to promote anything. All we're doing is saying, hey, we love this, and we think you should check it out. So, Kelly Shelton, what do you got? Meet Bargatze. Okay. Can you, you spell, spell that? that? <laughs> <laughs> he spelled that last name without looking. Who that is? Because I have no clue. No, I cannot. Um, he is a comedian, and he has like if you can look up eight minutes of dad jokes. I'm in. Let me give you some context. I'm sorry, I don't want to offend any dads. Can you tell a dad joke? You have one <laughs> no, of those? I'm not. Oh, I'm not going to give a joke. No, he he's the guy. I was quarantined in the basement with COVID for five days. Blah. Sounds <laughs> awful. fun. Awful. You know, some people think, hey, that's vacation. I was just really, really sick and really, really sad. And one of my girlfriends was like, hey, you, you might need to laugh and kind of sent over a link to me. And it was the joy of my day that I needed. He's clean. I, I don't know if your kids would understand his humor. Uh, some of his humor is about our kids, but he is a breath of fresh air. All right. That's good. I'm looking that up. I also love Nate Bargatze yes! or Nate Bargatze or whatever. I, I would echo you though. It's it's not not for kids, but it's not for kids. Right. It's not inappropriate. It's us laughing it's just, about our kids. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. It's I'm above in. there. I'm going to watch yeah. it right now. <laughs> a little Jim Gaffigan-esque in the yeah. father-husband approach. A, a yeah. little dry, just so enjoyable. His, right. uh, his COVID special is actually really good. Oh, yeah. yes. Check right. it out, people. Uh, fun fact, he was doing live shows in drive-ins. Through uh, COVID, yeah, people could go in their okay. cars. Yes. Yeah, Fantastic. Okay. Cool. Eight minutes of dad jokes. It's a lot. I'm I'm sold. Bring that it. Is a long, it's a long time. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you got? I brought mine with me. Uh, a couple episodes ago, I don't remember which one it was, but Tim, you mentioned a product by the company Fellow. Oh, dear Lord. So it's your coffee grinder. grinder. It's a great grinder. <laughs> it is. Great I don't grinder. have that grinder. I have a different one and we'll talk about coffee another day. But I actually have a fellow product here myself. It is the Carter Everywhere mug. I'm actually holding it. That's nice. Short story. Um, I'm cheap. <laughs> the end. No. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I, I, I am notorious. I used to be notorious for pouring coffee in a regular old diner mug or whatever. And driving with that, it was kind of like, you know, American Ninja Warrior for coffee and driving kids (laughs) to school and minimal spillage. But when the spills happened, they were big. But I also, because I'm a coffee nerd and you guys know that too, because we share that sentiment. Sorry, Kelly. 
Um, I don't like the taste of coffee and metal. So Josh is cheap. He just likes nice things. I'm cheap, but like, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. This is a different podcast like, we're going to start at some you point. You can find the deals. That's yes, what he means. Yes. Because on the to get a mug, it doesn't taste like metal. Yes. It stays oh. hot all day. Yep. That's not cheap. Mm. Yeah, no, it's not. So this was actually a gift. I didn't buy it. Um, so, and I got two of them. Uh, so this mug is ceramic coated inside and I fill it in the morning. It's part of my daily ritual of settling. We talked about that. But when I have to go drop a kid off at school, I put the top on, stays hot, come back, hot coffee. I'm drinking out of it now. Comes with a little camp bag. It's beautiful. Fellow it makes, fellow makes good really stuff. Nice. They make great quality oh, Your coffee stuff. mug comes in a bag? Well, it comes with this recycled bag oh with God. a little strap. So I can take, pouch. this is like my camping one too. I just want the bag. This, I, I'm just going to say it. This could be your go-to one and only mug be- yeah, because the wrong. inside's ceramics. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So That's um, really cool. uh, real talk. You got two? I do have two. <gasps> but they're different. Hey, hey friend. <laughs> See, wow. so How you doing? The other one is a different shape. I can't really describe it because there's no video. You, you'd see it on their website. And it's thinner, so it comes with a splash spill guard. Mm-hmm. That's the other one. Um, your birthday. So, you have a birthday coming uh, up. It's April. Father's Day is coming up. There you go. Just saying. As he looks to his right yes. and smiles. I, Kelly, I see you. Kelly, I you see, see you. me? Now you don't even have to you. think <laughs> of the idea. <laughs> you picking up what I'm throwing down there? He always We've moved from three really things we ideas. love to three things we'll bring guilt over <laughs> All right. next episode. So we have a fellow's fantastic Carter mug. Yep. Your coffee will taste Ethiopian, not metal. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Bill Holbrook. Yes. What you got, baby? Uh, I'm going to go opposite of the room right now. And uh, a few months ago uh, was Christmas and a movie came out called Sing 2. Now listen, (laughs) all you adults out there right now that are going, I don't watch animated movies. Uh, What they do in animated movies like this is they make it all fun and happy and then they sneak this emotion in that makes you a better human. And so in my home, uh, we've listened to the soundtrack and I have teenage daughters. Uh, It's the first movie my two-year-old saw and still wants to talk about the piggies. Uh, But I've watched it three times and every time I question uh, my direction in life and wanna make sure that I'm on the right uh, emotional path with those around me. So it's a win. To the theme song of U2, well done. Not even U2, it's Bono at the end. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's beautiful. The cast is stellar. Absolutely. It is. So that's that's a moment of joy in my life when I me as a, I'm a that, you guys Bill. know me I'm a serious individual to sit down and watch a kids animated film and laugh. I will say the first time I saw it, I, I might have had some allergies. Wow, you liar! You feelings? There, there might have been a you little cry. Uh, I did not cry. I didn't like <gasps> ugly weep. Like I just kind of. I was kinda, gonna say it was probably weepy. No, yeah. there's like a little. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like a little. My eyes got a it little wet a right there. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I was weepy when. The whole yeah. oh man yeah so it's a good Bono. movie that's one what, of the things I love. What is happening right now with my eyes? They yeah. <laughs> what Bill, is happening Bill, to me? This is the question. Yes, is this the soundtrack to your life right now? Uh, I have multiple songs on my running playlist from an animated kids film. <laughs> yes, so that's amazing. Me. All right, it's sung by adults. Well, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, mess up the <gasps> title of this. What? Three things we love, and I'm gonna do a fourth thing because bonus bonus. Kelly Shelton, what is my number one love language? Gifts. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was me. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Well, theoretically, I know. Bill's yeah, known me longer Bill, than you. So. There you go. All right, so I got a gift recently uh, from Bespoke. 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 I think it's Bespoke. Bespoke. I think you go either way. Sure. 
Uh, correct us bespoke or bespoke. <laughs> bespoke post, which is one of those membership companies and they send you the box. Yes. Yes. And it was fantastic. So normally like, I correct me if I'm wrong, you get a bunch of stuff and what you don't like you can send back. You, yeah. And their thing is really cool because uh, they send you an email ahead of time. This is what your box is going to be. And if you don't like it, you can choose another box. Wait, you know what you're getting? Yeah, they tell you what you're going to get. So somebody gave me three months as a gift. Oh, okay. Pretty incredible gift. I don't think it's like crazy expensive, maybe like 60 bucks a month kind of a thing, whatever. But it's all these man things, you know? So my first one was this awesome pocket knife. I, was gonna, I literally was going to say, did you get a blade of sorts? I got a blade, <laughs> but the, this month was my last one. Okay. And it was a stir fry kit. Like with, with ingredients? Like or with the a wok and oh. ingredients. It was, it was awesome. So it's anyway. big box. It was really cool. Uh, the pan's great. So anyway, Bespoke Post. Uh, it's I know it's a membership thing. Like, you know, remember, I'm... I'm I'm a little bougie, like a little. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what a great idea to give. Cause this is for men, right? Yeah. Like, it's, for men, it's for men. And what a great idea. Father, really Father's, Father's, Kelly, say, Father's wow, day. Okay. And, that's right. And <laughs> what I love months. about it is like somebody was like, he would like this. Uh, so it was a little bit yeah. of an experiential thing too. Their awesome. title is the box of awesome. Exactly. Well put. Exactly. So, uh, there's mine. I know I'm throwing it off. There's four, but Hey, you know, bonus material. There you go. So, uh, good month. Eight minutes of dad jokes. I'm just looking at your mug, the He's fellow so Carter mug. Just take it. <laughs> so you can listen to the dad jokes while drinking coffee, listen, watching Sing watching 2, smiling, Sing two. and questioning the direction your, of your, your life. box from Bespoke Post. I think I got it right that time. So there you have it. Three things we love and we think you will too. We're going to put all the links in the show notes so you can check them out. Uh, we're just trying to bring a little joy to your life as you pursue Jesus. And uh, we want you to know, hey, we like these things. So friends, thanks for joining us of this episode of Free and Light. We hope this conversation helps you in your pursuit of living life to the full. Be sure to check out this month's Daily Rhythm at thedailyrhythm.org. Our free one-week experience will help you create some space be still and listen to God. And don't forget to check out that bonus episode Josh talked about. It drops today. And we're going to teach you how to engage in scripture through the practice of Lectio Divino. There it is. The show is in the books. We will see you next time. Seek well. Free and Light is a podcast of Seekwell Ministries. At Seekwell, we believe that life to the full comes out of an intimate relationship with Jesus. If you'd like to support this podcast, visit us at seekwell.org slash donate.